0: What's up, familia? Dayspring here with an episode of Power of X-Men to discuss Marvel Move, which is an interactive fitness app that launched on August 30th. Which includes workout challenges featuring iconic Marvel characters like Wolverine, Hulk, Thor, and of course, our God Queen Jean Grey. Joining us, <laughs> you like that? I do. Uh, joining us today to discuss the app is a man who needs no introduction. He's a former writer for Wizard Magazine, the host of the This Week in Marvel podcast, as well as VP and creative lead at Marvel. You saw him at the X-Men 60th anniversary panel back in March, as well as San Diego Comic-Con this year. Let's welcome back Ryan Pinago's a.k.a. Agent M. H&M.
1: Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy to be back.
0: What's going on, man? How are you doing?
1: I'm good, I'm good. Uh... I literally, uh, right before this, I read the script for episode for issue four of Gods by Jonathan Hickman. I know it's not an X-book, but man, that is some good-ass comics. <laughs> Holy I, moly.
0: Oh my god. I mean, I feel Gods. I mean, it, it was so eagerly anticipated. We got the foreshadowing, of course, at the Hellfire Gala with magic. How... Uh, wait, wait wait what can you tell us it's just it's that good it's so great it's
1: it's so good the the thing i was i was worried about it because it's it's a lot of new stuff but that's what jonathan does he brings so much new and valerio's art is gorgeous so i've only seen the full uh i've read the first issue fully um once i'm gonna read it again in a little bit having now read a bunch of the scripts but it's it's really good. You could dive into it without knowing anything. Like you it does build a lot for us within it without being like here's an exposition dump. It's just it's just good. It's good. It's very engaging and it, it like it's a great Jonathan Hickman comic.
0: Well, let me tell you something about yeah. Hickman. Let me tell you about oh, Hickman Agent yeah, M. H&M. He is such a wonderful writer. I remember I dove into Secret Wars back in 2015, not really having read The mm. Avengers or what was happening. And then oh. when we had the X-Men relaunch back in 2019 with Hoxpox, I, I felt that was so accessible to new readers. So kind of like pulling on the thread that you just said, which is he has this uncanny ability mm-hmm. of being able to tell stories that are very knee deep in the weeds but also accessible to new readers.
1: That is a perfect way to describe it. It is it is at if you want it to be knee deep in the weeds because there's stuff that he's pulling from Marvel history, from his own works, but it's also here's what you need to know on the page with what these characters are doing and what they're saying without force feeding it. It's it, it, it's a really delicate Balance that they play in this, and it's it's exciting. I'm 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 excited for folks to read the first issue and see who, all the, the wild stuff there. But as it goes on and the things that they're they're doing in this book, I love it.
0: Well, you're keeping him busy because we have Ultimate Invasion and Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man that was just announced, mm-hmm. and he is just a force of nature. And we're so happy to see him or yeah. at the forefront. So speaking of Hickman, though, you did an X-Men 60th anniversary panel back in March and you reunite, well, you didn't reunite, you united (laughs) Hickman with Grant Morrison, which is every fan person out there just going nuts. What was it like to have those two forces of nature on, on air and talking to them?
1: So I was actually, I was talking to my wife about this the other day. We were, for some reason, she asked... Um, who's the meanest comic creator you have ever met? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I try not to interact with anyone who I find mean. I I have someone I could name, but it's not, not worth it. But I was like, but, and then she's like, all right, well, who's the nicest? Oh, we were talking about Neil Gaiman. Because she had this amazing interaction with Neil Gaiman when she was, when, when, in the nineties when um, he she went to a book signing of his and it was around the time of him writing Sandman and death, the high cost of living and all this stuff. And she just carried that with her. And I was like, yeah, for all intents and purposes, I know Neil is wonderful. Uh, and I was thinking, who's, who do I love? I love Jerry Duggan. He's just so sweet and so nice. And I love this person and that, and I stopped and I thought, Grant Morrison. And I said, I've had this, and I didn't know Grant. I'd, I'd never met them. And I, I had this hope in my mind because grant's one of my all-time favorite writers of everything that they've done. And I just, I was like, grant was everything I could have hoped for. They were funny and silly and hilarious and brilliant and jovial and welcoming and just, just incredible. And I think Jonathan was in, in that whole situation, happy as a pig and slop because he too loves Grant's work. He loves grant. He probably knows Grant obviously better than I do if if at all. And we were just, he had a grin on his face the whole time, you know, we, we shared what we shared of the piece, but I think there was a little bit more, you know, just like cutting different things and just us laughing, like sitting there chatting with Grant Morrison and Jonathan Hickman and having jokes and being free form conversation and, and, then Grant dancing and like Cyclops mod dance, <laughs> truly one of my favorite uh, memories of seventeen years at Marvel.
0: Well, I, I have to tell you that energy was incredibly infectious, and for those of us joining at from home, seeing all of you sort of keeking and having a good time, it was the one of the best ways to celebrate 60 years of the X-Men at Marvel. And yeah. thank you for that because it just puts such a smile on all of our faces.
1: Oh, well, I, look, my, my pleasure. Happy that we could do it. Happy that we have these opportunities to celebrate these anniversaries. I mean, we have a, an Avengers anniversary this year. And then looking into next year, the all knucklehead turns 50 next year. Yes. Yes. Ooh. We're
0: really excited for that.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a, there's, there's always stuff going on. So
0: we we can't wait to see what you guys have in store for um for Wolverine next year. There's a lot, a lot that we're excited for. But speaking of a lot that we're excited for, you were also at San Diego Comic-Con, you hosted a yeah. panel, and there mm-hmm. may have been an X-Men 97 clip that was shown, <laughs> which, okay, Ryan, Yeah. the fact that that has not leaked online, and I have searched, I have searched, the bowels of the internet of twitter x whatever the heck it's called now sure i have to tell you everyone in the room because i've spoken to people in the room I'm like they must have confiscated your phones they're like no they just said please put your phones down there was no policing no one leaked it yeah no one.
1: well there, we do have some we did have some policing because we we brought out our shield agents as we do in <laughs> these these panels um you know we have a history of, of bringing really cool stuff into different panels uh, and so we'll we'll bring in a couple of shield agents who will truly walk the aisles. Who, if we have the lights down, have night vision goggles because we want to keep the sanctity of of the room, right? We want it to be that special for the people who can be there and and remain, you know, for them. And also, you know, like we, there was no intention to put it out. And uh, I, you know, when I found out we were, we would have that special moment, we would have those incredible creators. Uh, come up on the dais and then and share the the footage i was like this is going to be awesome and then we do the tech check like the day before uh the, the convention started or whatever it was and i've just got to like sit in the mostly empty room and watch the footage and then we watched it again to make sure the audio was good which i was just like yes show it to me again <laughs> and it was so that weekend i watched it three times and i've been able to watch that footage again once more internally. And I, I, it's so, it's so fun and so cool and so creepy and weird, but it just, I have a friend who's a big Cyclops fan. I was like, yo, they do Cyclops so right in this piece. Cause he's just like, all the X-Men are falling out of a jet, out of the jet. It's been blown up by Sentinels. And then everybody, no one's panicking. They're just like, boom, Rogue's got the rogues here more. F- turns into archangel and storms over here and they're doing all this stuff and cyclops is just like "Mm -hmm." i was talking to people and he like positions himself and he like starts going down and like 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 shooting down and then he optic blasts himself to slow down and then lands in that pose i was like yo, that is
0: legit and, and because everyone online was going crazy and tweeting, being like, "Are you there? Are you there?" I'm like, "No, I'm not." And they're like, "And Cyclops lands and says, To me, my X-Men.'" Yes, I, yes. the chills. Yeah, I have right now the chills. Yes. I'm so excited. I'm I, so excited
1: I, as well. You should be. It's it, it, it's it's really exciting. I've um I've seen a lot of what they have in store for for that. So it's gonna be fantastic.
0: Well, speaking of fantastic, there is an app you all launched. Called Marvel Move. And I'm a big runner. I run maybe five to eight miles a day or every other day, Mm -hmm. depending on my schedule. I'm always running. And one of the things I always do when I'm running is I'll play a song and I'll project myself into sort of the comic book stories that we've that I've read. So, yeah, I always project myself. I project myself into the stories of everything that's happening. But the Marvel Move app, which is incredibly awesome, There are actual stories designated to certain characters, certain certain teams, and you get to be a part of it. And as you are jogging, walking, running, you unlock more challenges and get more rewards. So tell me, how did the idea of the Marvel Move app come about?
1: Yeah, so uh, Marvel Move is developed by a company called six to start and they've been doing um uh, an app called zombies run for probably close to 15 years 12 years something like that and a long time ago i stumbled upon it because i love zombies and i i wanted to my wife's a big runner and i wanted to get into it a little bit and they had a 5k training plan so i signed up for zombies run and i checked it out and i did their 5k training plan which helped me actually get into running and then from 5k to 10k to regular running to half marathons and all that stuff. And it is a very similar thing. It's story to audio storytelling with uh with this big robust world and you are, you are inserted into it and uh, the, the world sort of unfolds around you as you run and things happen in the case of zombies run. It's, it's, you're being chased by zombies in a post-apocalyptic world and, and dealing with all that. And as I was, a fan of that. I I was like, this is great. We should do this for Marvel. So many years ago, I was like, we should do this. We should try to get this together. had some conversations and it just didn't work out at the time. Um, But about two or three years ago, uh, people also had that brilliant idea again and put the, put everything together and actually got us signed up to do a Marvel project. It was originally called Marvel speed, um, I have my, my first documents about it were Marvel speed. And I was asked to, um, come on as the, the creative lead for it, uh, on the Marvel side. And which is great because I had experience with, with the, the platform as it were. And, uh, I know a couple things about Marvel. And so I, um, you know, we just started building out what it could be. You know, I have early docs of like, oh, well, you know, you'll shield agent and then there's uh, like a helicarrier thing and all, all kinds of ideas. And, you know, from, from there, we just started coming together and the, there's really brilliant people at six to start who, who make this a reality. Uh, Matt Witeska and Adrian Hahn and, and, and Louise Richardson and Jen and, and the whole team doing excellent, excellent work to, to build this. And I'm just there throwing in like, um, uh, how about this Marvel reference? How about this thing? Uh, let's make make sure that this makes sense. And oh, this didn't happen. It's like you know, little little things here and there that uh, that that make it a little bit more Marvel. But it's 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 a lot of fun.
0: I was six to start when you reached out to them and you were like, "We want to try to take what you did with Mar- with, with zombies and and create something new for Marvel." I mean, they must have just been fanboying out when they when they heard from you guys
1: yeah you know back in the it's been a long it's truly been a long time it's probably 10 years oh since, wow since i had that initial reach out and and whatever didn't work out and that was probably you know i wasn't i didn't have all the right pieces in play or the people in play and that's fine because i think they really iterated on their platform and, and really built out the capabilities and the, their expertise to where it is now uh which is which is incredible that the, the I should say that Marvel move is part of their ZRX app or ZRX, as they say, (laughs) because they are all uh, in in the UK and Scotland and and, uh, up there. Um, And so their, their ZRX platform hosts Marvel move within it. And they're just like constantly working on things and and building stuff. And then they are Marvel fans. Like that's part of the the great thing. Matt um, who I mentioned is the writer of our Hulk series and he's just a big, Marvel nerd, and it's like uh, you know, I I toss him a lot of references. Uh, and have you read this book? How about this thing? And how's that? And, and you know, it's it's always fun. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so yeah, they're they're very easy to work with because they understand Marvel in in the most important intrinsic ways.
0: Well, as someone who's been using the app, them understanding Marvel is extremely evident. But I, I wanted to circle back on how you initially came to them probably like a decade ago and it didn't work out. And I I will tell you, I think it's fortuitous that the app has launched now because I was just in a meeting with one of my clients. Who we're doing a benefit for Heartshare St. Vincent. And one of our programs is dealing with kids in the foster system and getting them motivated to go out and work out, to run, mm-hmm. to be to engage in physical activity. And it's because now we understand the correlation between mental health issues and yeah. physical activities. And that's a conversation that I feel has been happening at the forefront only these last few years. So again, it's fortuitous that you're launching it now, especially going into the fall and reminding people that go out there, get interactive and, and make sure you're using your body because it's not, you're not only going to have a good time, but you're also bettering yourself physically and mentally.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know what I would be if I couldn't have the physical activity that I, that I have. I, you know, you'd find other ways to do it, but it's really important for me. Um, you know, feeling better physically is is wonderful, but after a good workout, a good run, a good uh, jaunt on, on the Peloton for me, it's like, or, or <laughs> this morning, you know, I had limited time, but doing 10 minutes of yoga is so crucial oh, for, for me to, to get moving. So um, and get started with my day. So I, I take that, um, that belief and sort of what we do. And I've, I tell the team a lot, like, Hey, this is, I I love it. The story's great, but we got to make sure we're still reminding people that they are moving in these stories. We literally had that conversation this morning in a great meeting. And um, yeah, so it's good.
0: It's, you know, I I'm thinking of the part of the story for the X-Men where Jean's like, come on, you only have one more mile or one, one kilometer left to go let's do this and it's really interesting you're using these marvel characters to motivate the user to go out there to to run and be physical which is utterly brilliant
1: yeah and you know kudos to teeny howard the writer of our x-men series you know i I emailed teeny early on um because i i love teeny i think she's a great writer she knows x-men and you know, amazingly enough, she had actually also had the experience I had. She was a, mar- a zombies run uh, user, yeah, and and had done it. And So she understood the way it works because it, you know, writing a script for for this is different from writing a script for movies or television or for video games or for comics. Uh, you know, it, it's a very different thing because we have scenes, but we also have things that sort of you have to understand who the 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 listener is and what part they play and what they need to know, what they can understand, all the audio cues, and also like the fact that yes, you have to keep that that movement aspect continuous throughout whether it's you know, usually these the episodes will probably be like 16 to 25 minutes of, of our audio um within them.
0: Yeah. So Teeny Howard is writing the X-Men story and was it as easy as just sending her an email um, just to get her to come on board? You're like, hey, Tini, we're launching this app. And she's like, yes, I'm very familiar with them. And she just like dove right in.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. No, she's like she and I have have uh have been friends for a while, so it was it was an easy sell. Um, you know, I told her what we're doing. And she was like, "Yeah, I love this." And so we brought her on. Um, we had early story meetings, and then so she was the first Marvel writer that we brought in. We've had a, a couple more and a couple unannounced um, that we're we're working with, and you know, uh, it was easy. It's it's also it's been almost a little bit tougher getting our artists because I've also been trying to hire um, have us hire Marvel artists and great artists to to do the supporting art so finding the right artists to do our art and you know we're on on zoom together and you've got the the great uh initial promo piece that we had made by artist Torin Clark and so like just finding a a time to get into Torin's schedule to do this was was amazing and I I just I love him to to pieces to begin with and I love his work so having him there and then for um for our X-Men story I wanted something that felt superhero-y so when you go into the app when you see our social post for the X-Men the art is by uh, Emma Lupecino with colors by Dave McKeg. so Emma has this just incredible superhero vibe to her work so it's um kind of a wonderful way to merge all this together
0: I I think wonderful way of merging everything together is a perfect way of describing the experience of the app. And it's funny because I didn't know teeny Howard had written the story, but when I was jogging, I was like, this writing feels familiar. And I, and I have in my notes here, of course, it's teeny Howard because she is brilliant at world building and immersing the reader into that Mm -hmm. universe because other world, is a very difficult sell for just a casual reader. But when you read Otherworld as written by Teeny Howard, you feel so immersed in that world building. And I think Howard really thrives in those nuts and bolts of dialogue and making the reader, or in this cl- case, the user feel like they are there in the moment. And you see it at the beginning, I don't want to give spoilers for the stories, but in the beginning of or- the story with Orcus, there is an explosion. And you're sort of disoriented and you hear Gene's voice and, you, and you're interacting with Wolverine and it's ironclad as far as I'm concerned.
1: Well, I, I appreciate that. That's that's what we were hoping for. The, the interesting thing is we have a strange balance we have to find with Marvel Move because we want to bring in all the Marvel Comics readers uh, who, who know the worlds really well, know the characters really well. But we also want to bring in the folks who know the MCU only or folks who have only seen, you know, a couple things who know the characters peripherally, people who are just into fitness and want something different to to sort of like go along with their walk or their run or, or their treadmill or whatever it is. And so there's a, a fine balance for us to make sure that these are accessible. And I think Teeny in particular, this our X-Men story, which is called Age of Orcus, does such a cool job because it builds off the foundation of Kurkoa, which she helped. You know, build
0: uh, <laughs> In the X office and so
1: she knows That so well But then we're not tied To continuity, we're not tied To the comic book continuity, we could do whatever We want, It's you know, each story I almost look at as its own universe, sometimes we'll have Characters who, a, a, and Actors who cross from one to the other But we don't have to worry about Oh, we did this thing in this story So it can't, we have to reflect it, as long as we're staying within our own continuity of that story we're good and so for age of orcus was just like okay we're gonna do uh this x-men story with Krakoa, knowing and we've been working on this for a long time and knowing where we are and where we're going with with all things x you know it's like doesn't matter we're having our Krakoa. we're having our cake and eating it too but Teeny also wanted to lean into some of the vibe of the x-men 90s animated series and so you hear that a lot particularly with our storm with beast um, oh yeah with with gene and um with scott with like there's a a tone to the personalities that sort of i think does such a great job of of merging krakoa and the 90s x-men in in this way which uh Makes me very happy because those two, those are two of my favorite things.
0: I listen, we, we are on the same page. I, I love the voice for Jean. I love your voice casting. I responded well to Hank, which,
1: going, <laughs> <laughs> which
0: I was like, Hmm, I, I believe he has a line in there where he's here. Like, I'm going to bet my whiskers.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I, I was like, uh, when I've got the first script and it was like, go, go, it, lean in to, Beast being the like you know author quoting hanging upside down you know big word lovable quirky scientist yeah we as much as and I do love the horror side of Beast we've had during the Krakoa I also thought this is that's not what we're doing here where we can have the the you know bouncing beast blue Beast uh for our story here.
0: As a fan of the 90s X-Men animate series, it must have been such a pleasure listening to these characters being voiced by these actors because they do a great job. And listen, the family at home knows that I am a crazy Jean Grey stan. Yeah. And I have to tell you, seal of approval on the actor yes. we have with Jean Grey captures the strength, the compassionate, the vulnerability of her as a character and that is that is awesome casting that you guys you guys did
1: thanks um yeah we uh we had a lot of fun i i think you know we we got through a lot of different auditions and we went through a lot of voices and like sometimes folks will come in and then i'm like "Mm, this is good this 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 works i want them to to be this way or that way um but with with gene kim miller is our Gene Gray. And I was like, as soon as I heard her the first time, I was like, yes, she is perfection for Jean.
0: Him Miller. We love you so much. Thank you for embodying our God I, so well. It's not easy.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I, I was thinking about being a fan of Gene. probably not on your level, but of, of Jean fans. There's a moment in one of the episodes where um, initially it was written and, and like Jean has like all this. It, she's going through this thing and it's really intense and she like is like winded and down a bit and scott's like you know scott's like oh Jean, let me help you and she's like oh thank you and i was like no man like Jean can do all of this herself this Jean can take on all of this she's done so much more yes she appreciates the love and support of of her family but like she's fine she's just like she's got this and so like letting kim get into that little bit of extremely like she's 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 freaking Jean Grey so it's very important that um we our Jean is as powerful as she is also in the there's the radio mode she is like in the quote-unquote in the booth of the radio station Mm -hmm. which I find delightful so
0: walk us through the different features that the experience has
1: yeah so um you know we have we have a bunch of stories we launched with uh thor thor and loki mm-hmm. story um with hulk uh with x-men and so hulk and x-men are full audio storytelling experiences you go and um you, you turn on the app you pick a, your episode and you determine if you want to run a distance or run a length of time, whatever it is, you can have chases in the X-Men. There are Sentinels chasing you uh, in Hulk. Hulk can chase you at times, uh, which is really fun, really intense. And you, you listen to our story and then, you know, a scene will will end and your music will uh, sort of come up if you're on, iphone your music is kind of always there if you're on android your music fate like goes away while our story plays it's just the way those platforms handle audio um but the idea is like you know you'll get Wolverine say, move it bub," or whatever it is <laughs>
0: okay that's perfect wolverine by the way thank sidebar thank you i
1: i've i've been listening to <laughs> our, our our actors a lot over the last year um and so you you get that movement and then your music kicks in, then it comes back and, and you're following along as whatever the journey may be. Um, so that's that's the basic thing. Now the radio mode is is something I've always loved in Zombies Run because it is say you finish a run, uh, an episode, and you still want to keep moving. You're still running, or maybe you're on a cooldown or whatever it is, you can keep going without going to the next episode if you have radio mode turned on. And it is sort of um, the way I look at it as a, is a backup story in a comic book it is bonus material that builds out the world but is not impactful on the overall narrative and for X-Men the radio mode is literally a radio station on Krakoa hosted by Nightcrawler and Jubilee
0: brilliant so I, brilliant and the actors who portray Jubilee and Nightcrawler their <laughs> chemistry you feel it you feel it
1: yeah, uh, our director for X Men is uh, is this woman named Ella, and um, uh, Ella Watts, and she's a gigantic X Men fan. Oh, you can just, tell, one hundred percent. And she's one of like, I I am constantly just saying because I watch her auditions and the notes she gives, and and sometimes the performances. I'm just like you're the best. i like, I just, I adore you. I adore everything you do and you have such a beautiful handle on all this. So Ella is so good. And so she was so excited. I remember she was like, I can't wait for you to, to listen to our nightcrawler. And it's just so good. And, and like, there's one of them has Jubilee and nightcrawler doing charades and it just breaks down into Jubilee and Gene cracking up because Nightcrawler does his, his charades and his animal noises in German. And it's just bonkers. It's a lot of fun.
0: So what do you think makes this app special versus all the other wonderful apps you have worked on? What What is it about this app that you are just, that you love so much that you think really sets itself apart?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I, you know, I, I don't know. It's hard because I don't. Uh, I, I just feel I feel like we're, we're putting a lot of love and care and like I am very. I don't want to say pedantic about my notes and stuff, but I'm very particular. I I am a Marvel fan of 35 years. I've been reading comics since I was a wee little babe mm-hmm. and I love this so much, but I also know that like, we have to tell good stories, we have to be entertaining. So I I try really hard to keep all that in mind. And I think everyone at six to start feels the same way and they, they're they rising to those occasions. And when I, you know, when I give a tiny little note that says, can we have this person say this thing just a little bit differently? They'll make sure that, that, that one, that it makes sense, but two, that like that we get it right. And so I think, um, yeah. We're putting a lot of love and care into this and doing some cool stuff. And this is not something we have at Marvel. We've had audio podcasts and I think those are really cool with a very dramatic and you are set outside, you're just watching, right? Or you're yeah. just listening. In In Marvel Move, you are part of the, you're the protagonist in, X, yeah. in X-Men Age of Orcus. You are uh, a character in that first episode who discovers that they are, they're a mutant, like horribly nightmarishly when sentinels are tracking you and you're running away from them side by side with wolverine and spoiler alert gambit gets killed in the first episode i win uh (laughs) uh, and so like you 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 find that out in in the in our thor and loki series you are a mortal who gets brought into this giant realm spanning adventure and becomes a hero in daredevil you are like in our Daredevil story, you're gonna be like someone who's going to a college and and you find out you know Matt Murdoch is a professor and like it unravels into Brilliant. this wild, wild story. Um we have we just started um this week our Marvel's story featuring Kamala and Carol and Monica, which uh is is a lot of fun. We we like I was we were able to throw in mentions of like uh Hulkling and Wiccan and their marriage. Yes. We've got and scroll We've got Flurkins everywhere <laughs> it's literally called Flurkin Race where you are a junior shield agent that bumps into Kamala Khan at a superhero convention because she's chasing after a runaway cat because she's hosting the Marvel Meow adoption booth for charity yeah, at the this Frack convention. up that is I,
0: perfect that is right? perfect
1: and, and we we brought in Sandra Saad who voiced Kamala in Marvel's The Avengers game and oh, who yeah. uh, does Kamala in the Spidey and his Amazing Friends cartoon. And she's just wonderful. And she is there's moments where she's like, like fangirling, like Kamala is fangirling. That is so true, Kamala, but also like she's big superhero stuff. Uh, we've got like a guest appearance from from Thor. We've got really gnarly cool scroll bad guys in this, and Cree and bad guys, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's a three-episode thing there's a 10k race at the end of it so um i, I want you to 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 do that race are you going to be at new york comic-con
0: i am going to be at new york comic-con
1: Ooh, very good very good because yeah. you if you finish all three races all three runs for the marvel's flirkin race and bring the your your device to us at the marvel booth during certain times we have a uh, a pin an exclusive pin uh, with art by Dwali, who is an amazing poster artist. He's done a bunch of variant covers for Marvel. He did um, the, a great It's Jeff variant cover. And he's done, he redesigned uh, the Spider-Man India costume recently. And I've been friends with Dwali for years. So I was oh so my happy gosh. to bring him on. Uh, so we have a pin that you get for free, just for doing the race and coming to the booth. You get a, a race bib. Um, a race uh, fit, yes, we, we, we have race bits printed up and a certificate of completion from the Marvel saying you did this race. Thank you so much. And it's part of the story. And it's, yeah, I
0: can't, I love how interactive this is. And yeah. as a runner and as a Marvel Stan, I am just going crazy right now. I'm going to be blowing you guys up at the Marvel booth at New York Comic Con in just, oh my God, like two weeks.
1: I know, I believe
0: I know. it's mind blowing to me that we're yeah, ready We're announcing
1: York. at least one thing if not multiple things at our Marvel Move panel on Sunday at New York Comic Con. So it's going to be a good time.
0: All right. Well, I mean, I'm also a crazy Scarlet Witch yes. stan and we have Wanda and Doctor Strange coming up. What can you tease with us about that story and what people can can expect?
1: Yeah, you know, it's that one is, is super cool. It's it's a very trippy weird story. It's um, I believe this is also written by Kim Richardson who is doing our Marvel story, who's written them and she's just this incredible uh, incredible writer. And the idea is that in this one, you are a uh, a person, a, you're a, someone who is out on a run and something happens to you and you get sucked into you like basically fall asleep. And Dr. Strange brings you back to the sanctum because he detects something is going on and you're in a dream world. You're mm-hmm. in your own dreams and it's weird and trippy. And like, it opens up with a like tour guide of a museum, but it's like, there's like a mention of Francis Castiglione over here as one of the, the Knights of the round. And like that doesn't track it. Like there's a lot of little fun, weird stuff that's happening. And, you eventually doctor strange is like trying to break in and so we've got this this uh doctor strange and then he needs help so who who better to help them than the scarlet witch and so she get, she comes in by i believe the second so.
0: that's man, i cannot wait for that so yeah. for folks at home who don't know how to get the app it's as easy as just going on to the app store downloading and subscribing
1: yeah, ZR. If you look up Marvel Move or you look up ZRX, just those letters, you'll find it. Um, you can get a seven-day free trial yeah. for Marvel Move. Super easy to, to check it out, and then you know from there, um, we have a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, we have a subscription. that's like a year or two years or whatever it is. Um, it if you if you think about it, how much it costs over the course of months or how often that you go out familiar. running and walking, it's it's really great. And we're, we're doing, it's about three episodes per week that we two to three episodes per week of new content right now. Um, we do an X-Men episode or a Hulk episode. I think right now, because of the Marvels, we're we're putting the Marvels out on Mondays. Um, but the, the Thor and Loki series is massive because it's a 5k trainer. Um, the thing that sort of, they, they really excel at we're doing a Marvel version and it is so much fun. I, I, I love it so much. And I was like, at one point I was like, can we turn this into also just a version for people who don't need the training. And so we ended up saying, yes, this is really good. Let's turn this uh, 24 part series into just a regular running series. So uh, I I really hope you check that one out because I think you'll fall in love with our Loki. Um, There's a lot of really, we have Morgan Le Fay (gasps) in, in the series. And I will tell you, it is the sexiest, scariest Morgan LeVe ever. She is like incredible. Oh, yeah. Little spoiler. At one point, you, you find out that Loki and Morgan have had uh, a relationship <laughs> that did not go well, <laughs> and she does not like him. And at uh, the, uh, the beginning of an episode, you're talking about, all right, Loki will be here soon. And then you just hear, uh, and loki she yeets loki from her like estate to like you know hundreds of yards and just sends him flying and crashing down at your feet. We're having fun. We're having a lot of fun. It's it's really good. Um yeah, so we're doing a lot of stories. Uh we've got Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch coming up for for spooky season, which is is perfect timing. That's going to be coming soon. The Marvels will be wrapped in time for New York Comic Con. We're announcing some stuff, uh some some things coming up. We have another uh, writer of uh, Mutant Renown coming on to do a really fun story. I keep trying to be like, when can I talk about this? When can I talk about this? When can I talk about this? Hopefully at New York Comic Con, I can, I can share a little bit more about it. But I brought, I brought this writer in very specifically with a bunch of ideas. Um, and yeah, we, we've got plenty more to come.
0: Well, I don't want to probe on who the writer is, but where can folks who are attending New York Comic-Con find all these announcements for Marvel movie? Are you guys having a panel? I haven't looked at the panel schedule yet. Are you guys having a panel? Is it just going to be part of another panel? Where at?
1: Yep. Uh, we have a Marvel Move panel Sunday, October 15th at uh, 1030 a.m. It's an early panel, but that was the only spot that they had left. But yeah. Um... I'm trying to get us to, to print up some free codes for anybody who comes to the panel. Like everybody who comes, you get a couple months free of Marvel Move. You'll um, We're going to have Sandra Saad there, who is um, the, uh, the voice of Kamala. She's going to be there, which is incredible. She's so great. Uh, Megan Fitzpatrick, who is a wonderful writer, has not done Marvel comic stuff as far as I know, but uh, she did a really great Robin series for DC. And some other stuff. Um, she's got a, a a story that we're working on, and I think we're going to announce that there. Um, better, because I'm talking about it. And, uh, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. W- w- we've got some other stuff percolating. And then, yeah, at the at the Marvel booth, I believe at 1 p.m. every day, we're going to have a, a section. So if you have raced, if you've done the Marvel stuff, or let you me know, just have the, the, the app, come show it to us. We'll give you all the cool stuff and, and make sure everybody experiences it.
0: All right. Well, HasLab had a small announcement recently, which is small. Get it. God, I'm sorry. This (laughs) happens when I've had like four cups of coffee. Giant Man is our newest Haslab. Oh oh my God. How great does when did you find out that we were gonna get get Giant Man? And the technology behind it, it's so I mean, literally, our our mouths just dropped.
1: I know. I, I, I think I asked Jesse Falcon, who's uh, a very dear friend of mine. He's on the Marvel team that he helped create Marvel Legends. Yeah. Uh, his office used to be right outside mine years ago, and we would goof around and be silly together. And uh, I think I asked Jesse six months ago, like, what's our has led this year? Give me, give me the deets. And so I was like, all right, cool. But then seeing it up close and seeing the like the really intense detail, there's like 29 29- Uh, points of articulation in the hands themselves like each the most articulation
0: any legends figure has ever had
1: yeah it's like 90 some odd points or something like that it's he's big he's cool there we were gonna have uh giant man i believe uh folks to check out at new york comic-con so it's yeah it's rad i hope i hope it gets funded um these things i believe me i know um how how much it, it costs to do these but like thinking about the cost of a marvel legend and you know that's like he's big he's 24 inches tall
0: we, we've talked about this on the podcast two legends and two packs of legends are 50 dollars. so you can get a hazlab for 200 199 yeah. mm-hmm. and it's beautifully done new technology for the eyes which yeah. we know we went through a period with legends where the eyes and the deco weren't that great but now this is new technology where it looks like he's looking down you can swap out the face plates this two hundred dollars, as far as I'm concerned, is a steal, yeah. and he looks so good. And I think, I think you guys will get funded. We we tracked you. the Sentinel and Galactus before, and and we know that fans come through when it's absolutely epic like this figure.
1: Yeah, and I think it's more like, especially if people can see it up close and like get a sense of of what it looks like in person, cool. it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool.
0: So there was also a little announcement for the X Men in mm-hmm. January. We're getting—is uh, it the end of the Krokoan age? It's the final battle. What what can you tease about the X Men come January? Man,
1: this is this is hard because we're still a little bit away from from getting to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to Jerry a little bit about this, Jerry Duggan. I haven't talked to Kieran about it because. You know, Jerry is doing Fall of the House of X, and Kieran is writing Rise of the Powers, Powers of 10, ten or Rise of the Powers of X. I haven't actually asked them. Is it ten again, or is it X?
0: Ten, yeah, I, I I say ten, Rise of the right. Powers of Ten, but it, whatever it is, yes, yeah.
1: Um, and then you know, I think it's Lucas Wernick and yeah. R B Silva. It's just. Oh beautiful
0: you're being so kind to us <laughs> hopefully it's not uh, another slaughter but in terms of the creative team you guys have yeah. been so kind to us because that's we're we're, we're ready for it
1: yeah it's uh, look it's this has been an incredible incredible time i think cone age is if not my favorite one of my favorites it's hard because you know recency bias gives us certain things but i just it's been so fresh and fun and so many Incredible things and seeing characters we haven't seen in a long time. And I did yell at Jerry. I said, Jerry, last thing you do for whenever this is done, bring back sugarman. I need (laughs) sugar man. And they're like, I've I've talked to Jordan, and Jordan was like, We killed him right before the Kircona era. I was like, I don't care everything can be undone never there's a story reason to do whatever we want And like i i if we if and when we do another x-men story for marvel move i may have to put sugar man in just to spite everyone else
0: well if you're putting sugar man in, you have to put in nate gray you gotta oh. put nate gray love in, me some x-men and speaking of the house of gray why did you do that to us with our god queen Jean gray at the hellfire gala not only just backstabbed by moira but seeing her dead as a skeleton there i mean you knew us crazy gene stands we were gonna go insane seeing that and we have and i apologize for the rants that you subjected to
1: it you know what that's but the thing that we always think about uh, at least i always think about here is whenever our fans get upset because it comes from a place of love and and dedication and like deep emotional connection. That's what we need. That's what we want. If we don't have these emotional connections to these characters, we're not going to keep reading the stories. We're not going to keep, you know, we're not going to get angry about these things because like, why do we care? So the fact that we are upset about certain things, you know, makes sense, but, stories have a lot of road to to fully like unfold and you know what happens at the beginning or the middle is not necessarily where we'll be at the end can't tell you where we'll be at the end I know um where we're going I read Jean gray 2 yesterday yeah
0: yeah. Uh, yeah it came out today it just dropped today. Oh, it came out
1: today okay I like I read things in very strange times so um two is great and uh, I I like the 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 sort of like, way this is structured and sort of leading us down this path. And I think when people see how it all shakes out, they're going to go, they're going to be, you know, I won't tell people what they're going to be. I'll let them be it. I will give no more hints.
0: G. Gray stands have a plethora of emotions. So <laughs> yes. we, we are excited. We're all tuning in every month when those issues drop. Yeah. Any, any apps, anything on the side that you can tease or you're just generally you've read and you can't obviously spoil anything, anything that you're most excited about in the coming months. Yeah.
1: You know, it's, I think there's some really cool plans for 2024 that uh, from the Marvel comic side, from the Marvel studio side, um, you know, like we're in a good place to like, release cool things and the, the storytelling stuff. I, I think Jed McKay is doing some really great work on the comic side. And I love
0: Jed McKay yeah. so much. We've had him on the podcast before. I've seen him at New York Comic Con. What a great... You get so much from a McKay issue. There's yeah. so much in just one issue. He gives you so much. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just, no, no. We no love no you, Jed. Is <laughs> that.
1: Jed is just so good and firing on all cylinders. And
0: It's like a like, Teeny Howard issue. You get so much in so just much. one issue. Anyways, yeah. continue.
1: Uh, Uh, And there's just, there's some really cool stuff happening there. There's, you know, the, the, the way we'll end this and the end the year in the comics and then go forward into some bigger stories and various different things and all the different sort of arms of. Marvel comics whether it's Spidey stuff there's really cool things there symbiote stuff which I'm not generally a just a giant symbiote guy but I think there's some cool plans in the works there um the Avengers and the hero stuff the X stuff as we get you know into what we were just talking about and then into the middle of the year man it's it's really great and yeah I, I don't I uh, I feel like the Watcher at times <laughs> sitting back with a big old grin
0: all right familia marvel move you go to the app store download zrx the zrx app and you subscribe you get a seven day free trial make sure you hit up ryan and the entire marvel team at new york comic-con show them the app you'll get some goodies if you completed challenges you'll get even more goodies and we have the panel bright and early on sunday ryan where can folks hit you up on the interwebs
1: yeah you can find me at agent m on twitter on instagram threads i'm on blue sky same thing you know i'm i'm in the places wherever i can find the time and remember to post um all that stuff and uh, i also host the this week in marvel podcast at least every friday we have yesterday as of recording yesterday uh, i chatted with natalie Holt, who's a composer for marvel studios loki so good talking about the music of this uh this season um and i will hopefully be talking to jonathan hickman in like
0: two hours ah that's insane <laughs> i'm like tell hickman we say hi
1: <laughs> <laughs> John. <laughs> say hi.
0: oh gosh no he's he's incredible all right all right familia we'll see you later